Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Rev Z. And I'm Rev Briz. And we want to welcome you to episode two today. It's been a great week, and we want to kind of pick up from where we left off last week. Last week, we had a question as we closed on what is yours to do? And once you figure that out, how do you do it? And so we want to kind of follow up on that today and see if we can dig a little deeper to figure out truly what is mine to do. So Rob, uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about that? What, what do you think uh, one needs to do to figure out what's theirs? Mm, great question. And I, I've been thinking, I've been spending time with this most of the week. And honestly, it's a question I've been asking myself for quite a while. And there's a term I found out there, multi-passionate entrepreneur. Mm. And I believe spirit doesn't call anyone to just one thing. We've all have a number of things that bring us joy in our lives and that we're passionate about things we'd like to see happen in the world. And oftentimes it can seem like there's just way too many things that are mine to do. However, myself, I've narrowed it down a handful. And, and this comes from experience over the years I can't count how many great ideas I've had and did nothing about them. And six months later, somebody else was doing it. Somebody else picked up the project, somebody I didn't know, nobody I ever sh shared it with. Just, I had this great idea one day and three months later, I realized somebody else is already doing it or just started doing it. Obviously that needed to be done, but wasn't mine to do. What is mine to do? Well, I've got to really be able to tune in deeply to my intuitive nature in order to hear that voice. And that's for me, number one, if I'm coming from place of my ego, from the place of, of my intellect, from the place of my economics, what's going to sell, what's going to, who, what are they going to buy? All that stuff uh, that all that might be important. However, that's not what guides me to where I am where my gifts will be best served or will serve the best. The other thing beyond listening is I've got to find joy. If, if I'm not having the best time of my life with whatever it is I'm doing, then I've start to really question, Hey, why am I doing this? A deep sense of listening helps me to determine it to help me to get in the right direction. But one of the benchmarks is absolutely is am I in my joy? Am I truly in a place of absolute enthusiasm for what I get to do today? Not what I have to do today, what I get to do today. Right. How about you? Well, what gets well, I, you there? Yeah, that's, um, you know, that's a good perspective there because I think for me it's a lot the same, but I, I try to look at it as what's mine to do. Part of it is I think, I think most people, if they really took that moment to sit down and, and listen, they know what's theirs to do. However, 
what's there to do may not be their so-called strong spot. They may waffle on it. They may judge it too much, or they may be too afraid because it seems to be our character for them. So I think that's one of the things for me that I try to do is I try to, I try to figure out what do I know I do well, but I may be afraid of it, or, or I may not uh, feel that I'm as good as person A, and, and then I shy away from it. And so I think in the beginning, that whole idea of sitting down, being clear, and seeing what gives you joy and what gets you energized is part of yours to do. Now, the other thing I figured out for myself is it's the conglomerate of things that make up the one thing. Like, for example, I like ancient Egyptian spirituality and culture. Um, and so for me, that is a passion and that is something that I'm working towards doing right now. But because it's tangled up with some quantum physics and some Egyptian history and spirituality and looking at how it compares to modern day new thought, there are a lot of different tentacles there that I could easily get distracted on, right? And so part of it, I think at least for me, is, is, is finding that kernel of the idea or the thing that you want to do and figure out what the tangents are, but you got to always keep it focused on that center hub, if you will, like a yeah. wheel and spoke. You got the center there and you got all the spokes, but the focus and the real important part is what's in the center of that wheel. And, and that, for me, how to figure it out. And, 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 and because all of those things excite me, I need to figure out how to get them so that they don't send me off on tangents. Yeah, exactly. I, I hear you there. It's the tangents that can seem to be so much fun, but three months down the line, you sit there going, what the heck am I, what am I doing this? I don't, I'm not having any fun here. And now I've made some commitments. I've made some agreements. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to live. I got two more months before I could quit doing this because I agreed to this person or that group or this guy that I'll do it. And we find ourselves. So to me, it's a uh, what I was struck by as, as I was listening to you is finding what is mine to do, what is ours to do is it's it's a it's a maturing type of process. And because years ago, right, as a young minister, years ago, somebody asked me, hey, can you, can you do a talk on this? Hey, yeah, I'll do, I'll do a talk. You know? And it would be, you know, go home on Friday night and spend the weekend learning everything you needed to know so that you didn't look like a total fool for the new job on Monday because you took the job not knowing what you were talking about. Right. And I stepped into that as a minister more than a few times. Uh, and we, but point is we learn, we grow, yes. um, we mature into an understanding that, Hey, that's a, that's dead end road for me, not for somebody else, but that right. road leads me away from my purpose, away from what I'm here for. I'm not going to fall for that one again. I did that once before, twice before. Right. Now let's listen a little more when so I find myself at those crossroads saying how back to how do I listen a little more deeply? Yeah, you know, and I think I think an interesting point there for me is that 
when I when I can set up a, a a broad stroke, if you will, on a goal or an intention or a direction that I want to do. You know, as we said, not trying to detail it, but be real clear about what I'm trying to achieve, and then step back in 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 that place of awareness and let it flow, watch it flow. Now that's a kind of a difficult thing sometimes until you get used to doing it. But I've I've often found myself uh, having that clear idea of what I wanted to do and keep that in the forefront, but do other things. And then if I was clear, something would say or something would happen and I would come up and it would send me over here. That's when the tangent works, I think, because at that point I was clear that what I was doing is X, whatever X is. And then when I just sat with that, spirit just led me all these ways that may have looked out of pocket. But at the end of the day, when I sat down to journal or look back over the day and try to figure out what was happening, it was right on point. And there was something internally, and it's, I'm sure it's different for everybody. Everybody has to, you know, feel into what they do, whether it's auditory or tactile or kinesthetic, you know, every, we all got these feelings, which is one of the ways to figure out what's mine to do is to tap into how do you receive messages? Is it audible? Is it a feeling? Is it is it some sound? I mean, what 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 triggers you, and you know without a doubt you're on point. Right. And then it's just a matter of like anything else, cultivating that, and 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 allowing it to do its thing. Yeah. You know? And yep. then because like a plant, once you do all the necessary stuff to plant the plant, well, you don't need to do much else except water it. It kind of does its own thing. <laughs> exactly yes uh exactly now and you make me chuckle because i say that about my kids right as long as you water them they're gonna grow it does yeah. help to does help to feed them a little bit once in a while too but yeah. uh but yeah you know you feed them and you water them and they grow and that's yep. the um and, uh, every now and then exactly <laughs> so really you know what i have we're back to my favorite cop out. What's mine to do? Well, we're at whatever's in front of me, right? Right. Uh, it's and and people will hear that and say, "Well, no, that that that's not true because I don't I don't really want to be a bus driver. I don't really want to be working in a supermarket. I don't really want to be doing this. So this can't be why I'm here. This can't be what I'm here to do. And what I would posit is, well what's in front of you is what's in front of you and that's what you're doing then that is what is yours to do right in this moment now mm -hmm. it might be yours to do for just long enough until the human discomfort pushes you in another direction right and i know i've been there in my life where things become just unbearable untenable on the human level and even as a minister, even in, uh, in, with all the education and, and all the experience I've got, there are times where it's like, what in the world am I doing here? However, what I have always found is in the midst of that tension, in the midst of some of the ugliest moments in my life, I remember one very specifically, um, and a minister asked me, he said, what's it feel like right now? And I said, it feels like the worst 
heartbreak I and it wasn't about a relationship it was just it feels like the worst heartbreak of my life like my heart is literally cracking and breaking physically breaking open in my chest and he looks at me goes that's great that lets more love in 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 the midst of the darkest of times that is also one of the places where the clarity of what is mine to do comes through right right that's an excellent point you know even if i go back to what's in front of you or what's in front of me you know i i like this metaphor of being a sailor right and once you're sailing and you're in a boat and you set your bearing uh you have to deal with what's in front of you now you know if a storm comes up your destination is not the storm however it is in front of you and you have to get through it to get to your destination and so you have to deal with it and at that moment the bigger thing to do is your destination but in the moment by moment movement you have to deal with what's in front of you and and then as a sailor you would know that if i'm off one degree by the time I get to where I'm going, I'm going to be a several miles off point. And then for every degree after that, I'm going to eventually be way off point. And so if I try to go around it, what's in front of me, well, now I'm going to start changing my destination if I don't make a course or correction to get back on point. And so I think that helps me try to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely. And when we run, when we run from the darkness, oh, well, that's where the detours show up. That's where the dead ends show up. That's where it's like, hey, man, come on over here and give this shit a try. And yep. the next thing you know, it's two, three years later, and you're like, wait a minute, where am I? Yeah. How, again, yeah. how'd I get here? And that, and that's when, uh, that's when the real work comes in. Now we got, uh, you know, we got roadblocks. And, and you know, there, there's a poem that when I was in college and I pledged fraternity, there was a poem we had to learn called See It Through that went something like, when you're up against the trouble, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, plant your shoulders, set your feet and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fail, but you may conquer, see it through. And that's the kind of thing, once you, once you are clear on what's yours to do, and it takes the work, the meditation, the prayer, the observations, the journaling, whatever it could, you know, everybody's a little unique. Uh, but once you find that formula to figure that out, then you have to see it through. And if you do that, I think, with the reverence and a idea and commitment to seeing it through, the doors are open and the gates are open and the windows fly open, and there may be some uphill climb, but every moment you're in that movement, you say, wow, I'm getting closer and closer. That was a rough one. I don't know if I want to go through that one again, but I got through that, and I'm a little closer to where I want to be now because I can see it a little more clearly, or I can feel it a little more clearly. Yeah. Been there, got the T-shirt. Yeah. Exactly. Well, folks, we need to uh, see it through. I love. I like that poem. I want to get a copy of that from you. And uh, and honestly, we need to see it through as far as our sponsors are concerned. So we're going to take a quick thirty second break here. Let our sponsors say hello, 
and we'll be right back. We're Rev Briz and Rev Z, a couple of ministers just sitting around talking. So we'll be right back with you in just a moment, folks. Today's programming is made possible by the generous financial donations of our sponsors and listeners like you. To learn more about how you can become a member of the New Thought Radio family, check us out on the web at patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. That's patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring. All right. Well, we are back. I am. Uh, I'm here with my dear friend Rev Z. I'm Rev Briz, and we're a couple of ministers sitting around talking about whatever it is we decide we want to talk about. And today, we're following up on a couple of questions from last episode. Um, and really, we asked two questions at the end of the last episode. What is yours to do? And what are you learning about yourself? Now we're gonna push. Uh, we're gonna put what are you learning about yourself onto the burner for next week. So you get a pass on that question, uh, mostly because we're having so much fun exploring this. What is yours to do? And in the first segment, you know, we talked a lot about how do you figure this out and how do you get to an idea of what is yours to do. Now, what I really want to dig into is okay. So I got a pretty good idea. Right. I've been on the planet 50 years or so, and uh, hopefully for some of you listening, it's not that long since, and you're figuring this out. But myself, I'm a little over the 50-year mark, and I've got a pretty good idea of what it is I'm supposed to be doing, what brings me joy, what's in my wheelhouse, where, where my specialties lie, where my passions lie. But ultimately, I still come up across the question, okay, now what? What do I do with this? How do I make this happen? I've got it figured out what it is. How do I get it? How do I get it to happen? Yeah. Well, that that's the magic question, right? Uh, say that's the that's the million dollar question. Right. Uh, how, do I make, how do I make anything happen? How do I make a million dollars with this thing? Right. Exactly. You know, and and. I look back at those things that I've done, whatever they've been, whether it's been um, through education or a job or some project, the two things that were anchors was I had to have a commitment to it. And once I was committed to it, I had to have some discipline. And, and, and sometimes that means the commitment, I think, is, is self-explanatory. Either I'm going to do the thing or not do the thing, right? And, right? and ain't no shame if you get halfway in and decide it's not what it was. Or it could, you know, it, it was the thing there, but it was a tangent, and it'll serve some purpose at some point. But at this point, it's not moving in that direction where my energy is flowing. But through it all, if I'm not disciplined enough to do what needs to be done, then... It, it almost doesn't matter because if I'm going to run a marathon, I can read all I want about it. I can watch film about it. I can have someone explain it to me. I can do all of that. But until I get on the road and actually started putting in some miles, my chance of successfully running a marathon are going to be very low. Yeah. Yeah. 
I do I do the same thing with uh, frisbee golf. I, I like watching frisbee golf on video because man, they make it look easy and ah uh, yeah, it goes this way and that way. I know exactly what they're doing, how they they teach you everything, and then you go out on the course and it's like wait a minute, why? What are you doing going over there? You're supposed to go over here, and it's so discipline, commitment, practice. practice. Sounds like right. Yeah. Good. So, and and the practice and the discipline go hand in hand, right? I mean, if I practice throwing that frisbee once, and and let's say I luck up and get it to where I want it to go, well, it's that old thing, you know, how you get to Carnegie Hall, where you got to practice, 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 just because you hit the good note one time, you got to hit it consistently all the time, is right. what make you get to Carnegie Hall or or to the NBA Finals or whatever that thing is as the pinnacle of what you're looking to achieve. Yeah. I, uh, you're, you're reminding me. I, so I liken all of this to uh, theory in highway building now called, you know, design build. And it's in buildings and other, but the idea is you don't sit around all day. You don't sit around for 10 years designing something because by the time you're done designing it, what you started at the beginning is obsolete and something changed politically or geographic or within, within your big project. And so I know a lot of huge, a lot of just any old highway project anymore, they follow that design build model where they're designing just in front of where they're building. And, and the building crew is, doesn't always know exactly where they're going or exactly what they're going to be doing in a week because the engineers haven't figured out exactly what needs to be done yet. Right. And it feel and in my life, there's been a lot of that as well. And I take that into, for me, the creative process. This show is a great example. I, we didn't spend weeks figuring out what we're going to talk about, who's going to say what, what our segment's going to be, what our marketing plan's going to look like. We didn't do months and months of research on keywords and will people like this image or that image. We allowed spirit and intuition to guide us. We allowed the divine to guide us. We worked with within our own expertise to say, hey, I like this. This seems like I like that. We looked for some help from the outside, from people that we know and trust, and we're taking feedback. And uh, you, if you listen to episode number one and you listen to episode number two, you know that we changed the intro because our bleeping sounds were a little too loud and harsh. And uh, we've toned that down. We're building and designing as we go. But that strikes me as that's, that's real life. Life, uh, right, life is never, I've never ever fulfilled a 10-year plan because by the time I got there, where I was going was so much vastly different than I could imagine. There was no connect. I had to have be doing something different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, in my mind, what you just said is being spirit led because, you know, unfortunately, I think often we are taught that life is linear. You're born, you go to school, you go to high school, you graduate, you get a job. You marry, you have kids, and then you make your transition. Well, you before that, you retire to Florida and bitch about right. the government full time. Yeah. But you forgot yeah. that part. But you know, but, or or Arizona, wherever Arizona, it's warm, <laughs> right? Or some island if you're lucky. But life is not a straight line. It's not linear. 
if anything, is circular or spiral. And so there is this whole concept, as you may, some of you may know, this whole spiral dynamic, this whole thing of the world is a spiral in all levels, and that as you come back around at, at point zero, you know, it feels very comfortable because you're at the same marker point, but you're at a different level, whether you've been able to spiral up or, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we spiral down. Uh, but the evolution of it is to continually spiraling up. And as you do that, your sphere gets bigger, your understanding becomes clearer because you keep hitting these same marker points. Some people even say that, you know, that's part of the whole deja vu thing is that that energetic point allows you to feel something there that's resonating. And so for me, I think, and, and, and in general, uh, if I may be so presumptuous, is to say, when those kinds of things start happening, you get a real good feel if you're in the right spot or not, or yeah. if you're not. And then now you have to make the course correction. And then again, that leads us back to, I might need to change my practice. I may, may need to be a little more disciplined. Or in some cases, I've been too disciplined. I've been trying to force something, and I need to back off a little bit to find that sweet spot. Right, exactly. There's always a both end in there somewhere, folks. It's, and, and that's not one of those metaphysical cop-outs. There is always three sides to every perspective, uh, and not, if, if not more. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's part of it, too, is so I figure out what's mine to do. I, I, I'm trying to figure out how, I, how I'm going to implement this, how I'm going to bring this vision, this gift, this group of people together into the world, this great idea, how to bring it into the world. And we're going to learn. I read, just read a piece today from uh, Evolution, an, an essay that uh, Ernest, wrote, Ernest Holmes wrote many, many, many years ago. And to paraphrase, because I don't remember the exact words at the moment, we learn through error and truth. Yeah. We learn through error and truth. So in figuring out how to implement, I'm going to have some missteps. I'm going to have some mistakes. I'm going to strike upon the truth here and there. They all require the same thing. We, and so to jump off from your discipline and commitment, I'm disciplined, I'm committed, and I'm taking action, baby. We're, we're not letting any, any grass grow underneath these, these shoes. Let's get out there. And because even if I do it wrong, even if I, and again, we don't really believe much in right and wrong around here, but even if I do it poorly, even if I make, even if I put my foot in my mouth, I got my foot, I got one foot in front of the other. I got my foot out there and now I can do better in my next attempt. Right, right. While you were saying that, the idea popped into my head, you know, figuring out what's mine to do and, and moving forward with it, it's kind of like having a child, right? Once you, once you get the child here, you know, you have these ideas about what it is and what it's going to do, and, and, and through trial and error, you figure out, well, this child, i.e. this idea or this thing that's mine to do, has a little energy and mind of its own. And so I have to begin to, as you said, Ernest was saying, I have to tune in the truth. And I don't do that 100% all the time. So sometimes I'm going to get caught up in some errors. 
And then I'm going to have to, we're going to have to do a dance to figure out where that happy medium is, where that polarity is between the two opposite ends of the stick. You know, there's one thing that we're dealing with, but there's polarities or there are degrees within that thing that causes certain things to happen or not happen. And I think once we can figure out that piece, we just have to figure out how do we keep it balanced? How do we move from one, one end of the spectrum to the other? And, and as one, one, one guy said, he just, he said, I know there's going to be highs and lows, but I want my lows to be high lows. So, <laughs> I, don't get, so I don't get caught out on the screen somewhere. Right. Exactly. And to, to bring that back into something you were saying earlier with the, uh, the spiral, right? Life is on this spiral and we're also on kind of a roller coaster in that if you, uh, if you imagine for a moment a stock market chart, things go up, they go down, they go up, they go down, up and down, sometimes up more than, than you're happy, sometimes they go down more than you'd like, back and forth. And you hope that the overall trend is upward. Well, that's the same thing for life. And we can look in life in that same way. And how, and how I manifest this great calling that is mine. I have highs and I have lows. What I strive for is that my lows are still higher than my most previous high. Or one of my, so I might go up and drop a little. But that next high, I want that to be higher than my previous high. And the next low, I still want that to be higher than my previous high mm -hmm. and if I can remember enough when things do look bleak when things do look like man I really stepped in it it is helpful to look back and go wow but I didn't step in it as bad as I did six years ago six years ago I, I shoved that foot all the way up to the ankle into my mouth today I just chewed on my toes a little right. uh, whatever it might be yes yes and that and that and as you said earlier, that's that thing called life. Right. Uh, it, 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 it is truly a moment-by-moment -moment experience of whatever is in front of you to do with right now. Mm -hmm. and, if, and if we get too far ahead of ourselves or if we don't come up to the plate at the right time, you know, using the old baseball metaphor, you're going to strike out. Yep. And so... And so we want to be at the plate with the bat. We've done the practice, and we want to be ready to take the swing and get the hit and get to the first base or a home run or whatever the case might be in terms of what we're working on. And that's, and that's what we're trying to do with life. We have these ideas. We have these entities we want to build, these relationships we want to build. And so it's about how do I do that? And, and, and as you said earlier, I think, the culmination of it is at some point, all of these different things that may seem like tangents begin to fold in and everything begins to, to support everything else. Yeah. And then, and when that happens, now you know you're on point. Right. Yeah. Because that's the point. That's the place where everything just works. Yeah. Where every conversation is like, yeah, right on. I see where that fits. Or even just a, Wow can totally see how that doesn't fit at all right and but every conversation you walk away clear on how that will or will not 
move your vision forward, move for help support you in moving forward in what is yours to do. Exactly. So exactly. we, you know, folks that that sort of, um, I think that's the perfect place today because it leads me to the, the question that we asked last week and the question we're going to ask again next this for next week. Right. And that's, what are you learning about yourself? Uh, Rev Z used the analogy of baseball and I always love falling back on, you know, it's the best, the best hitters in the game still strike out twice as often as they get a hit. Yes. Twice as often do they do they hit and they're an out. Maybe not a strikeout, you know, but they they don't get on base twice as often as they do. And those are the players that are considered the best in the best. I believe as you and as all of us, especially that aren't in sports, we we've got a heck of a lot more opportunity to get on base more often to hit the to hit that ball more often and but part of that comes from we learn we have to learn from the mistakes and we have to learn about ourselves from those mistakes and from those mishits and from those foibles and and the things that don't you know turn out looking like a bad ugly rotten no good day so we're going to leave you this week we want you to think about what are you learning about yourself at this time? So much going on in the world. Everybody's telling us it's a great opportunity to learn and grow and yada, yada. Other people are telling us that, yeah, well, you know, it's okay to just sit back and do nothing if that's what's best. It's all good. It's all God. Whether you're actively searching out a new course of study or whether you're just sitting in reflection, the truth is, you're learning something about yourself. Even if you learn what you don't like, even if you learn that I don't want to be doing that, I don't want to be married anymore. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Whatever you're learning, there's value in there somewhere. So we'd like to invite you this week to really, really reflect on that. And uh, next week we're going to share with each other a bit about what we're learning in our, about ourselves and uh, where we see that taking us and trust that uh, spirit provides some good value for you as well. Yes, sir. That's what makes the world go round. Exactly. Cool. Well, I am Rev Briz. And I'm Rev Z. We've been sitting here jibber-jabbering for close to a half an hour now and feel it's probably about time for you to get back to your day and us to let you do that. So thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week. And uh, make it a good one wherever you do and wherever you are. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.